Okay, we got 16 hours to do this. <laughs> uh, so, you guys ready for a Scott cast? The world's first live Scott cast? There's only one thing left to do, Ian. Let's do it. Yeah. Feels good. Mm -hmm. We're live. With real people. That's right. Live. Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast. Today, we are featuring our first ever live performance of a Scott cast. Uh, how, how do you feel? I'm pretty nervous. I'm a little bit nervous, but excited. Yeah. Excited, nervous. I feel like uh, the live Scott cast, the edited Scott cast, we normally take things so easy. We just go through all the subjects and take our time to voice it but now i mean we've got the pressure of a live audience i mean look at the size of this audience just give yourself a hand everybody yeah oh my god it's huge <laughs> wow it's a vast sea of people all here to listen to some esoteric rambling yeah you know not too bad not too shabby we're at trauma dance detroit the world's largest independent film festival yeah that's right <laughs> yeah yeah, the world's largest free independent film festival, you yeah. know. Trauma movies. Right Some here at, our, at home in sunny Hamtramck. Right here at home in sunny Hamtramck. Ah, oh, perfect place. Thank you all for having us. We're very excited. So, Scott Cast, to catch you all up uh, who aren't, you know, rabid Scott Castigators, uh, Scott Cast is the podcast that we do of... With my buddies, and we generally just talk about kind of what's on our mind. But it turns out only one of two things are usually on our mind. Movies and the upcoming apocalypse. So yeah. it's, it, I wish we would have named it something with that, uh, you know, to get those uh, glancing eyes who might be interested. But hey, it's named after me now. Yeah. What are we going to do? You know? It is what it is. It is what it is. And that is the Scott Cast take on my own name. <laughs> so we didn't. Did we want to explain our uh, our usual triumvirate and how uh, we came to have our our special guest here today? Oh, that's true. Yes, that's very true. So we usually have a triumvirate of co-hosts. It's usually me, fan favorite Ian Dixon. That's right. That's right. Everybody, just <laughs> calm down. <laughs> You know, and then, and then we'll have Sneaky D, David Vander Hayden coming yeah. along. You know, he's a big fitness expert, big science guy. So it turns out he was busy today. Mm. We didn't really clear it with him, the date. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he said we couldn't go. He couldn't go, and we couldn't have him. So we were feeling a little nervous about doing a live podcast in front of people, you know, people who may not know us. And so we built um, a robot, and this actually might be the world's first case of a human creating life itself, Yeah. you know, without the whole pregnancy thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. It was uh, a lot less complicated than that. Yeah, a lot less complicated than that. 
We didn't have to buy roses for anybody or chocolates. We just had to do some hard science, um, perfect AI technology, and uh, experiment a little bit with genetic engineering, taking a plant biome and creating a more cerebral, uh, animalistic biome, and then injecting none other than Sneaky D himself in that. Well, why don't you just say hi, Robot David? Hello, humans. I mean, greetings, everyone. Oh, okay. Thanks, David. David that was go. very nice. It was, it, was, it was very nice, you know. We're here on Sunny Hamtramck. But what, he's got a few built-in functions uh, amongst them. Are, he's good with the weather. So uh, why don't you tell us the weather there, David? 74 degrees in Sunny Hamtramck. And with the way this podcast is going, a 90% chance of a major shitstorm. Yep. <laughs> That sounds about right, I guess. Um, a little weird. I, did you program politeness in him? Um, I mean, it's based off of real David, so no. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. eh. Normally we do a, a, a sound applause break during our drinking, but for that one I think the cold death of silence is pretty good. Yeah. You know? So we've got this robot David, and he's going to kind of help us along with our normal podcast. You know, no big, no big deal. I mean, do you have any uh, prophecies for us there, robot David? Our sun will engulf our entire planet. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you know, very brief, you know. I mean, in line with our doomsday themes. Yeah, so I would say that it's, it's been a success. It's been a roaring success that we have David on the podcast with us. So, you know, without further ado, let's get into the standard Scott Cast Scratch kind of stuff. Let's talk about email bag. Email bag is the segment where we accept fan emails and we just kind of answer them on the pod, you know? A lot of people email us in at hotforscottcast at gmail.com. That's hot, the number four, and scottcast at gmail.com. And they, and they like to ask us our advice, our opinions, our hard takes, and sometimes uh, for money. So in this email bag, dear Scottcast, all hell Scottcast, glory be to Scottcast. I'm doing a talent show where I'm showing off my skills. Uh, I'm a fantastic juggler, but I've never done it for people uh, in a live audience. Uh, we've been live performers now for uh, six minutes and 45 seconds. So how do you do it? How, 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 what's our secret to live performance genius like we have so far exhibited it? Oh, you, you guys, no, come on, come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Boy, I don't know if I can answer that just yet. Well, we're both drinking, I'll tell you that much. That's part of it. Gotta no applause break for the drinking, okay. Gotta shake out the nerves, yeah. Shake out the nerves, Liquid have courage. a drink. Prepare on some cards, and that's uh, that's all you got to do to prepare for a live podcast. And if you're juggling, I imagine it's pretty much the same thing. I Although, thought for a second the question was about juggling and not about live performance. No, it turns out it's about juggling live. <laughs> we don't know how to juggle. Well, you know how to juggle. I do know how to juggle. You do know how to juggle. But we didn't bring things to juggle. We didn't prepare to juggle. I'm not going to break their bar glasses trying to, you know, whatever. Yeah, we're not going to break any bar glasses. If you have some, like, soft objects that I can juggle, I could do that. 
Right. And besides, this is a live audio recording of a podcast. How stupid would we be if we made like the main draw of our audio <laughs> podcast some sort of physical event that happens eventually? Huh. How lame would that be? That would be super lame. Because it's audio. Does it make sense <laughs> to do something crazy visual? <laughs> that one's for me. <laughs> All right. So that was the world's quickest email bag. Mm-hmm. That's right. What was that from? Uh, that was uh, from uh, John St. Uh, John. John uh-huh. St. John. <laughs> I met the ghost light, so I was thinking of Jeff St. John. <laughs> anyway. All right. So, so what's next? What's next on the Scott Castell? You know. Well, we could go with that, but I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. What we're going to do is a little uh, segment that, uh, from Fan Favorite and Dixon. Uh, we like to talk about the news and current events once in a while because I feel like it does relate to the eventual apocalypse. It does relate to a lot of things we talk about. We might as well do it. And so we're, we like to have Fan Favorite Ian Dixon read some of the news uh, with our new segment called uh, Dixon the News. I heard, right. one, I heard one muffled. That <laughs> <laughs> was great. Um, so, for the first uh, little news thing we got here. Town denies planning high-tech anti-sex toilets. Yeah. High-tech anti-sex toilets. Town denies planning this. I read this article. You shared it with me mm-hmm. the other day. It's a town in Wales. Town in Wales. It's a, they call the town... I just wrote town in Wales. Yeah. Well, that's, that's good enough. It's Welsh. That's all you need to know. They have this park, and apparently some, some plans got out in the public, and one of the things they were considering were installing these newfangled high-tech... Uh, anti-sex toilets that would detect if there was, you know, excess weight in the stall, you know, I don't know, maybe some infrared sensing kind of thing. And once it detected that there were people, you know, uh, frolicking upon the stall in a way that one shouldn't frolic in a bathroom stall, Mm -hmm. it would immediately uh, shoot out water at them, like a super soaker style bidet, however you want to see it. Mm -hmm. And the town was aghast when they heard this. They were... So I had a lot of questions about, in general, about this. Okay. Uh, how big of a problem is, you know, people fucking in, in public toilets that we need yeah. to develop this sort of technology? Not only is it a, such a problem that people needed to develop the technology, but people did develop the technology. It is fantastic technology it is some real stone cold good engineering mm-hmm. and uh what's it for but to stop people from having sex on a toilet yeah you know like i want to know if there's people like having sex on toilets and then the toilet just breaks is that what happens it seems like that would be a possibility yeah the problem you know i don't know but also like who who thinks, you know, I feel pretty sexy. Let's, uh, let's go to that public restroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where I like to get my rocks off. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, if you got a thing with claustrophobia, like the other way around, mm-hmm. claustrophilia. I guess so. Is that what that would be? Yeah. Um, you're into tight spaces, mm-hmm. and uh, you're into public parks. You love the park system. You know, you're a big nature guy. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't want to be in nature doing the unnatural mm-hmm. act, so you go to the nearest receptacle for bodily fluids, which would be the public restroom. I suppose so. Yeah. But also, like, uh, it seems like a lot of work to stop this thing that's, I wouldn't imagine, is super prevalent. No. Have you ever uh, copulated in a public restaurant? I can't say I have, no. I haven't either. I feel like I haven't lived yet. <laughs> like, not only do I want to do it Apparently now, there's something to it. There's got to be something to it. It's, it's that, it, they call it the Welsh way. <laughs> and uh, you, there's, there's just something to it. But like, now not only do I want to do that, but I also want to be interrupted by a robot toilet. Like, you know, yeah, that, that, that would be an experience that I could tell all, all of my kids. Those are, those are other questions that came to mind was like how we, we have to make everything smart now. And like, how smart does a toilet need to be? It's where you shit. <laughs> Yeah. Technically, it's kind of self-cleaning already because it flushes, right? Yeah. And that, that was, that's apparently that was like that was their their cover story for yeah. like these aren't actually anti-sex toilets; they're just uh, smart self-cleaning toilets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave, do you do you believe that? No, 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 no. Ah, okay. He, he believes that that feature, the the super soaker for mm-hmm. the sex people feature. Yeah. Was prevalent and it was the main thing mm. 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 why do welsh people hate sex i don't know uh, they don't like it in public in the public restroom oh. you know maybe maybe they're more maybe more of a conservative community over there in wales i suppose so robot david i know you've only existed for about a day now but um have you have you spent your time in any public restrooms uh, getting it on with anybody oh yeah oh <laughs> Okay. Uh, mm. Do you do you want to do you want to describe that? I don't know. Hmm. hmm. The AI is gonna. It's machine learning. So yeah. as it encounters situations, it kind of pieces things together semantically. It takes the nodes from all the different meanings. It's called latent semantic indexing, and and it connects them in ways that makes it learn. It's called machine learning. That's right. So that's what we're doing with David here. You know, hopefully, hopefully he does pretty well. Oh, we got more dicks in the news. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's next? Oh, another dicks in the news. Uh, ooh, I like this one. This one's a little bit, uh, this, one's a, this one's about crime. Do you like crime? Are you big into crime? Do I like crime? Do you like crime? <laughs> <laughs> Sure, let's hear about it. <laughs> okay. Ian Dixon loves crime. <laughs> NASA is said to be investigating the first crime in space. Space crime. Space crime I do like. That's right. Space crime. We got our science robot really likes the space crime. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. 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 David, you're crime. so insightful. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> So what is what's, what was the crime? What happened in space? Oh, okay, so there's this, this space it, person. Uh, 
Did it involve a raptor and butt sex? No, no raptors, no butt sex, uh-huh. none of that. Uh, okay. If you want a little bit more information, podcasts have a way of self-referencing. Just go purchase yourself Chuck Tingle's Space Raptor Butt Trilogy. Is that what it is? <laughs> That's, yep. Okay. Chuck Tingle. Chuck Tingle's Space Raptor Butt Trilogy. Uh, it's a little bit of literature, kind of details. If you like Jurassic Park, if you like uh, space. Erotic fiction. And if you like erotic fiction. Uh, this, this is down your alley. But don't read it in a uh, public restroom in Wales, though. Don't read it in Wales. No. In the public restroom, or you'll get attacked by a high-tech toilet. So, apparently the crime was uh, an astronaut from the International Space Station logged into a bank account and moved some money around. Mm-hmm. But, at the time, uh, this person was estranged estranged from his wife mm-hmm. or something like that. It might have been a husband. I didn't really catch the gender. I'm gender neutral here. You know? The point is there was a crime in space. If you want to if you want to split hairs over the gender, you know, maybe you should be thinking of more important things, like the crime that happened in space. So it was like bank fraud? Yeah, something like that. That's what they're saying. The spaceman has since returned from space and is mm-hmm. going to face charges. So it's like, uh, I don't know, but like, should you be able to, I mean, is there a jurisdiction in space? Who really, uh, if you do something in space, like in the sea, if you do a crime, Right? Yeah. You can do crime in it's the like sea. like international waters, like he's, he's a pirate, space pirate. Yeah, space pirate, yeah. you know, just floating over the world, stealing from bank accounts. Space pirate. That wasn't as, as exciting as I wanted it to be. I you it thought it was going to be like a cooler crime? Yeah. What's a cooler crime than bank fraud? Anything? <laughs> <laughs> Loitering? <laughs> he was in space too long. <laughs> This is a no loitering area in space. That's right. I like that. You know, I think they should definitely not loiter in space so much. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. What are they doing out there? Space. Space stuff. See, yeah. David's our science guy. I don't. Me and me and Ian, we don't know much God about science. David, why what don't do you have to say about this, David? Jesus, Lord. Okay. The CRISPR elite will one day rule you all. Oh. That's not relevant, David. We're talking about space. What the hell's wrong with you? You kind of suck as a robot watermelon creature thing. I, I, re- I regret making you. <laughs> I just, I'm not even gonna let you respond to that one. I'm gonna put you on mute. That's right. <laughs> I can only imagine how this will end. Right? <laughs> Nothing ever bad happened when you angered a robot uh, AI lord overlord creature. That's right. Yeah, nothing ever violent ever came. Unless, you, unless you've seen like any movie ever. Yeah, the Jurassic the Park robot. series. Yeah, that's basically all about that. Yeah. I could have did a sound effect there, but I'm not gonna. Next, dicks in the news. All right. Scientists create a fart tracking pill. All you have to do is ingest the pill, mm-hmm. hook up your smartphone app, and it will tell you ahead of time when to expect flatulence. Right? Oh, that's exciting. Now that is that I mean, come on. Come on. That's way better than the space crime. Please pause. Please applause. Please stop applauding. 
All right. <laughs> we let David back in for that one. <laughs> so we got, the, we got the fart tracking pill. Yeah. What would you use this for? Like, how would this change your life if you were, like, regularly taking the fart tracking pill? I mean, what wouldn't it be useful for? Right? Every morning, just pop a pill, right. uh, monitor, and that's when I mean, you plan your alone time. Yeah. You don't want to be, like, at work in a meeting and, like, letting them rip and having to blame it on somebody else. Uh, yeah, imagine this. You're a high-powered executive, C-suite. I'm talking, you're making, you're pulling in millions of dollars a year, right? This is who it's for. You're pulling in millions of dollars. And you get a text on your phone. Oh, there's a meeting at three. Uh, do you, can, can you take it? Your first immediate reply is going to be yes, because you're a high-powered C-suite executive. That's what you do. You take meetings. But you forgot how many burritos you ate yesterday. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Enter the fart tracking pill. C-suite executive takes out his phone, click, 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 mm -hmm. goes to the app, and uh, there we go. He finds that between 2 and 2.45 p.m., it's going to be a, you know, a period of time with high activity. Mm -hmm. Maybe that should be when he reviews some documents. Let's move the meeting to 5, and there we go. Yeah. We have a product. I wish we kind of would invent a product like that. Also, if you were like a teenage boy, you could use this for evil and like figure out when you're most primed to really like fart on somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have friends like that that would do that? Like you're having like a sleepover at the house when you're like in, in, in like it's grade school and all of uh -huh. that and everyone's having a great time. Then all of a sudden someone decides to just crop dust your face. <laughs> I mean, I tend to surround myself with finer people than that, but... No, I don't. And, and <laughs> so that always happened. And I'm just glad that they didn't have technology assisting them. Like, yeah. oh, I could do it now, or I could wait 15 minutes and really let the chemistry work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's good science right there. That is good science. You know, all these people doing... Talking space. about things that matter. Right, like what, what? Like we all know what happens in space now is people just check their bank accounts and wait to get back down. So, like, why are we going to space? <laughs> Seems they seem bored up there. Yeah, turns out there's nothing in space. That's why it's called space. That's why it's called space. That's right. Yeah, that's the more you know sound. David also said it. Anyway, oh, check this out. I wanted to do this. I saw this on David Letterman. Nice. I like that. I don't think it was timed right, but no. I liked it. I threw a card. Okay, now we get, we're onto the fun part. We're onto the, we're onto the trauma kind of aspect of this. Mm. And what we're gonna do is we've got all these here movie cards Plenty of movies. All of, one, all of them have something that I think most people would recognize, at least in part. And what we're going to do is we're going to draw a couple, play a little game. We've got to mash up the movie and develop a pitch and then try to sell it to each other. Ian and I, we're going to try a couple. And then, using machine learning, we're going to have Robot David try to beat us. 
Have you guys ever heard of Alan Turing? You know, uh, the guy with the computer bullshit. You know, then he died. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, he developed this thing called the Turing test. And the Turing test is when you talk to a computer or you talk to a person through some sort of uh, black wall so you don't know which one it is. And if it's a if, if it's an AI being that has reached human intelligence, the idea is you wouldn't be able to tell if it's a human or if it's a computer saying all the things and speaking to you. So we're going to kind of do our own Turing test with David here. He's going to listen to us pitch movies by combining them. He's going to scan IMDb to get all the plots for all the movies. And... When, uh, when it's his turn, we're going to see if he wows us. Let's see if, let's see if he really, uh, you know, if, see if he's a robot for real. And, you know, it's great. You know, everyone loves robots. You know, in AI technology, no one thinks it's going to uh, take over the world and uh, cause misery upon everyone. How could that happen? No. Come on. You know. Remember in ancient Egypt when um, all, the, all the people worshipped like crocodile gods and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. We're going to start worshipping algorithms soon. Makes sense. Okay, let's get to the game. I'm going to pick two cards. Stay at random. Could I get someone to fill my mug with something? Okay, we need some Too Hard to Dale on, on, on my account for... I've got a tab open. Just get it filled. Thank you, Sabelle. Whatever you want to put in there. Okay, so here's the new... (laughs) I actually love this one. (laughs) Here's the latest hit film from Scott Cast Studios. Mm -hmm. Imagine. You know. uh, You've got a, a vet. An army vet. Who is okay. from Vietnam, mm-hmm. seen all the worst stuff. Yeah. You know? And he's got a chip on his shoulder. He moves to a small town where all of a sudden all the children go missing. Mm. And so he's like, I don't like this at all. And he straps on his guns from everything. Straps on some. Oh, thank you. Straps on some grenades. All sorts of ammunition. Before he knows where the children are, he's just going to blow some shit up. First thing he's going to do, that's his investigatory style. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Okay. And he's going to look for what's taking these children. But what does he find? But a supernatural clown living in the sewers. Holy shit. This movie is as if it and Rambo were combined. I like it. I like it too. You know? We'll got Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, which, which Pennywise should we have? Uh, Tim Curry? Tim Curry, for sure. Tim Curry Pennywise. And Tim Curry Pennywise is going to antagonize Sylvester Stallone while he shoots everything that moves on his quest to solve the mystery mm-hmm. of the missing children. Yeah. He might actually kill the children, too. That seems likely. Yeah. <laughs> That's where this movie gets its ratings. <laughs> so, okay, uh, let's, let's, let's do another movie, and All then we'll right. do a couple more and see if uh, AI David... Uh, how do you feel, AI David? Do you feel like uh, you, you've got this? Yeah. Okay, that's good. 
you know? Really made a mess with all this shit. And uh, while you're waiting, I mean, I'm sure you've learned a lot about the human condition, like uh, being in a bar and stuff like that. Uh, is there anything that you've learned while we've been doing this game? You know, don't, don't go to movies or anything like that. Is there anything? Let's just do drawings. Weird. David, what the fuck? You don't say that on stage. I, I mean, I know we're not the, the that's greatest. That's for backstage. Yeah, that's backstage stuff, David. And put that bag away. God. We got to teach robots everything. <laughs> Am I right, people? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. All right, so we got a we got a we got a movie here. We got a, another mashup. All right, what, what, what is this movie? Um, well, it's a, a Disney animated feature. Um, Disney animated yeah. takes place in uh, provincial France. <laughs> yeah, as all kids love. Yes, that's that. If you want to get a kid to a movie, tell them it's set in provincial France. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's this girl who, like, doesn't quite fit the, the gender norms that society is imposing on her. Mm. She just wants to read books and do her own fucking thing. And everybody's like, oh, you should marry that dick over there. And she's like, no, fuck this shit. And uh, her father was like a, an innovator. He was an entrepreneur. He kind of invented things such okay. as uh, little AI melon people. Okay. And um, everybody so, thought he was crazy, and he was, like, going to deliver one of his things, and he got lost in the woods. This is a really long uh, explanation of this film. Um, so what happens is, like, his, uh, his car flips over, he gets caught in a storm, and he's, he's taken captive, taken in a castle. Ooh. And she's like, oh, I got to find my, my dad. And she goes to this castle, and it's... It's owned by a beast. A beast owns the castle that she has to find the dad. Not any ordinary beast, but a, a beast from another planet. An, oh, another worldly beast, an alien, mm -hmm. if you will. Yes. And he says, oh, I'll release your dad, but you have to stay here with me. And she's like, oh, uh, that sounds like a shit deal, but yeah, I love my dad a lot. Okay. So she's going to let her dad go. That's and a weird hang out That's... with this alien creature, and they hunt together. They hunt people. Huh. Oh. Oh, this is took a turn. Yeah. I thought she'd just be stuck in a castle, like, talking to teapots and bullshit. You'd think that. Yeah, no, they fall in love. She, she, she finds out that she has a taste for, for blood, and uh, they, they hunt people together from there on. Oh. Okay, so... It's called Beauty and the Predator. I like that. <laughs> that sounds like a good movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of movie you got you, you, for date night. Yeah. You know, because here's what's happened. It's, it's a like, love story. Yeah, it, the meat cute... Here's what the meat cute is. is like uh, this girl's father's kidnapped... And place for ransom, and the mute mm -hmm. cute is that the ransom is that the, the 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 murdering predator alien would really wants to date this girl, yeah, or else the father dies. That's right. It's super cute. I love a good romance movie. 
<laughs> okay, I think we're going to check in on Robot David here. Um, so, uh, do, you, do you think we're doing good so far, David? Do you think... Uh... Sensing low levels of audience engagement, select next topic. Oh, <laughs> David. David, you're mean. You're a shitty robot. All right. <laughs> Guess we'll go to the next one. Let's see here. I don't like to do one with the we same genre. We gotta mix the genres. We gotta yeah. mix the genres a bit. I like how organized we are with these fucking cards. <laughs> All right. So, you are, uh, you've got a friend and he gets married, right? So you go and you have this crazy bachelor party and it's, you go to Vegas and it's the craziest night of your life, you know? You don't remember the damn thing. And you wake up and you're chained to a bathroom wall <laughs> with a tiger two feet away from you. And uh, this uh, videotape plays in the corner, and there's a man, in a man in a clown mask saying that you have to saw the head off the tiger to get to the key to get out. And if you don't do so, uh, there's going to be a bomb that explodes in your head. Starring Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> I like that one. That's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's the saw and the hangover. The saw over. Man. This is a tough one. Um, all right, so imagine an apocalypse has happened. We're in the, the post-apocalyptic times. There's a, a contingent of survivors. Um, and... For some reason, they really like like fucking hot rotted cars, and they're just driving around like assholes. Okay. And like murdering each other. Right, as one does. Um, it's kind of a lawless society, but but not completely lawless. Hmm. Um, uh, I don't know what what would be if you think of post apocalyptic times. What kind of crime could someone be uh, prosecuted for? What kind of crime in a post-apocalyptic I mean, time? Yeah, you can you can murder like murders without okay. question. Obviously, post-apocalyptic yeah. murders the limited first resources. Law. Murder is on the table. Yeah, you know. Um, but what what sort of thing would be like unacceptable? Mm, pirating DVDs. Yes, intellectual property. Intellectual property. Uh, that kind of thing. Okay, so that's serious business. Yeah, you can murder though. So these dudes are like driving around in their fucking hot rods and like murdering people without regard for anything except their intellectual properties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone finds a copy of uh, Passion of the Christ and like starts spreading it around and they're like, hey, no, <laughs> this will not stand. Just spreading around the passion of the Christ. <laughs> what movies did you pick? <laughs> it's Mad Max is one. Okay. That's the post-apocalypse and the Mel Gibson. That's the universe I understand. And think of the worst thing Mel Gibson's done. We should prosecute that passion of the Christ. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so he's on trial. They're like, you can't be doing this shit. 
like you can kill people all you want, but don't be spreading that bullshit around. Did you ever watch Passion of the Christ? I had to. I went on a school field trip to watch it. Right, it's the same kind of deal. I was forced to watch it. That's what happens. Is like, they, and I they, was they, laughing about how bad it was on the bus, <laughs> and they thought that I was some kind of sadist. They thought I was like <laughs> delighting in the in the. Uh, the suffering of Christ. Right? No, you're just a trauma fan. You just yeah. love, you just love gore. Am I, I like, right? Remember that time? Am I right? Gore is great in movies. Yeah. Some guy got his eyes yeah. pecked out by a raven. It was the best part of the movie, and I was laughing about that. Right. And they were like, oh, look at this asshole. And I was like, fuck you guys. You're the worst Christians I've ever met. Yeah. Real, yeah. Fuck you. A real Christian knows this. Back is to fun. my movie. <laughs> um, so they're they're prosecuting uh, let's say it's starring Sam Neill. They're prosecuting Sam Neill for okay. uh, pirating DVDs of Passion of the Christ. Everybody's like, man, dead to rights. He's guilty. Except okay. for one member of the jury. And he's like, you guys are killing people. Like, this isn't a big fucking deal. What are you doing? And he convinces everybody else on the jury that, like, uh, we have bigger problems than this. The sun's going to swallow us all. Yes. Twelve angry men. Twelve angry men. <laughs> yeah, I, love, I love just throwing in Passion of the Christ because it's somewhat tertiarily related to yeah. one of the films in it. I like it. I like it. That's how, that's how creativity happens. You got that uh, brain that connects the different uh, aspects. of What's it called when you do the thing with the connecting and the brain and all that? Uh, yeah, uh, relational memory? Uh, Who cares? Random association? Random association. That's the kind of thoughts that we have up here on Are Scott you learning Cast. anything, Robot David? Are you learning anything? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. Okay. Well, geez. I guess that's fine. Uh, but do you like? Do you at least like uh, our movies that, that we have? It's a little off, but I like it. Okay. 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 All right. So, uh, so David, do you, th- do you think that you're better than us or something like that? You know, do you think you're you think you're fantastic? Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cocky of you. David. Good lord. So, anyways, uh what were you, what were we going to do again? Silence, human. What the fuck? How about you just uh keep it easy, robot David? I know you have something against humanity. But we're trying to we're we're, we're trying to do this podcast here. Like, we need you to cooperate just through the hour, you know? Like, we only have a little bit left. Uh, so, um, I guess, uh, I guess, are you ready for, uh, you know, going up against it, doing the, doing the, doing the Turing tests? Yeah. Boy, you're no, not really passing it so far. No, <laughs> no hesitation. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, you're kind it's of kind of an awful robot we made. A little bit. All right. I mean, um, let's see. Uh, let's let's give you a couple movies. Uh, let's get get them a couple movies. Uh, let's pick it a few. Yeah. So, how many of you guys in the audience uh, think that the robot David will be will pass the Turing test? And uh, I think these are two good ones for him. Show show it to him. Don't show them. You know. Okay. You you got that, David? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <clears throat> all right, David. You've got a couple of movies. 
We're going to give you a little bit of time to think. Meanwhile, we've got some very, very important news for y'all. TheScottCast.com. That's where you can subscribe to all sorts of ScottCast goodness. You can go to the ScottCast store, get yourself a hat, get yourself a Hamtramck Avengers t-shirt, get yourself all sorts of things. We also have a t-shirt that costs $2,000 called the Veeblin. If you wear that, everyone will know you're rich and powerful. That's right. Everyone will love you. You know, and we will be honky-dory for a long time, producing Scottcasts for everybody. You know? And, uh, also... That booze money would last for, like, four episodes. Yeah, four episodes, straight up. So go to the scottcast.com, T-H-E scottcast.com, check out our episodes, subscribe, and you might as well pick up yourself a hat. So how about that? You know? TheScottCast.com <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, David. Uh, do you think you, you think you got it? You think you got it? Yeah. All right. All right. He's ready. Okay. So here comes David. Here comes the Turing test. Here comes... This is what we've all been waiting for. Honestly, I know... I don't have high hopes. We, <laughs> we did something wrong. We made it. <laughs> We probably did something wrong, but look, if, if he succeeds, then, hey, I mean, this is the moment where AI has reached the singularity. This is the moment where genetic engineering and all that stuff uh, is, uh, is shown to be exactly what it's been promised. You know, this is yeah. the future if, if this works. So uh, you've, got your, you've got your two movies right there, David? Yeah. You got your, you got your premise planned and all that? Yeah. You ready to pitch it? Yeah. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> In the world of Olympic bobsledding, one man stands above all others in his quest for the gold. The Jamaican government needs a victory at all costs, but the best bobsledders have been taken ransom, and they need a man who can track them down for the good of the country. A man with a particular set of skills. Skills he's acquired over a long career. Skills that make him a nightmare for you. Mon. He doesn't know who they are, but he will find them, and he will train them. One man, one task, and that task is to find the best bounce letters in Jamaica. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme, Get on up. It's Jamaican bobsled time. That was pretty good. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Please pause. Please applause. Please, your applause means nothing. But thank you. Okay. Uh, shit. We might have done something accidentally. Yeah. That was pretty good. That was definitely cool runnings and taken. Obviously. <laughs> that's obviously that. <laughs> uh. What are we going to do about this? We seem to have created such an inept robot at first, but now... It's learning at an escalated maybe, pace. It yeah. literally just made a whole trailer just by thinking of it. 
Maybe uh, dangerously advanced. Dangerously advanced. Hmm. I think we need, there's only one thing we can do with a robot that's so dangerously advanced that if we were to continue having it live, it would destroy all civilization. Mm -hmm. We got to destroy this robot. Oh. No, 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 no. Monetize it? Oh. We're destroying it. We could monetize. (laughs) Ooh, we could. Mm -hmm. Shit. I was trying to sell hats. Well, we're going to destroy it. Yeah. I don't like this thing. I don't like the fact that robots are going to take over. I don't like the fact that algorithms are going to be the new god of the new world. I don't like the fact that uh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck stuff. Fuck stuff. Destroy the thing. Destroy the thing. Destroy the thing. Yes, destroy the thing. All right, David. Any last words? You think you're so much better than me, David. You think you know everything. You think you know science. You think you know exercise. Uh, No, that's the other David I'm getting. Uh, You think you can control the world with your AI technology and all that stuff and whatnot? Well, I tell you what, you're just a thing like I am. And if humans know anything that computer robot thingies don't know yet, is that we can destroy anything we set our mind to destroy on. That's what we're best at. We're really good at the destroying thing. So we're gonna do that. All right, you know what? Oh, that's right, I deleted it. So here we go. <laughs> Any last words, David? Nope, not that one. Shut up, Scott. Ah! Ah. Oh, no! (laughs) 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 Yeah! No more robots! Thank you all for listening. Please stick around for the next podcast. We gotta clean some up. <laughs> all right, we're done. <laughs>